Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you. Welcome to today's daily meeting, where we have Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday, where you get a behind the scenes look at how the ATSJR companies is ran every day by our founder and CEO. Always a pleasure to see your shining, smiling faces. Prepare to take notes and steal, okay, because you're going to hear some things you shouldn't hear and see things you shouldn't see. So be prepared, okay, be prepared, and then steal it. Take it back to your company so that you can grow and thrive to the level that you desire. I am now going to pass it to the man in the purple shirt. He went into my closet today. Yesterday, he was in my closet, y'all. He saw I was wearing yellow, so he said, I'm going to wear yellow too, okay? Trying to be sunshine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got royalty on the phone this morning, all the way from Galveston Island, G-Town, Texas. All right, the millionaire maker, the innovator, the creator, the gentleman you want fighting for prosperity in your corner, Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Good morning. Good morning. Thank you all so much. I will be touching bases with a few of you. I'm not sure if Sadi is here, but I'll be touching bases with her probably as soon as possible. I'll text you first 
I'll, I'll text you first now that I see you. And then we've got some stuff to do. How is everyone's morning? Yes, pretty good. All right. Yes, Ashley. Josh killed me and Dabali this morning uh, in under 45 minutes. Oh, marvelous, yes. marvelous. Yes. Marvelous is good, good. <laughs> Ashley, how is working from home doing you? It's doing me well, but I can still gain all the guidance I can get from you, sir. Always. Don't get it because because I need my cup is always not full. Well, I need income. You understand? Producing activities. There you go. Income. Tell them what I tell you all the time, Ashley. You just said it. Income producing activities. Say it with me. Income producing activities. All right. I sure hope y'all. Y'all push that to That's it. I woke up with it. That's it. Grace, what I tell you all the time. Income producing activities. So when you don't know what to do, what you gonna do? Income producing activities. All right, then. There you go. There you go. Because we got the Jeromes of the world to take care of and we've got to get it done. All right. Income producing activities. Income. Deanna, what I tell you to do? Income producing activities. All right. Whenever y'all don't know what to do, income producing activities. Okay. How many of you understand the CEO struggle? You know everything you're going to do. And as soon as you sit down to do it, you don't know what to do. All right. That's that's the CEO struggle. That's the moment. I mean, that's the moment. Income somebody, producing activities. Somebody needs to write a book about that. You, you can, you know, when I get back. Once I tomorrow, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and that. And as soon as you sit down and you get to your computer and Facebook start distracting you, you say things like, man, I don't know what I was going to do today. I was going to do something. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Man, I was going to, I should supposed to do something. He's like, it's just so much to do. I don't know where to start. All right, Grace, where are they going to start? Income producing activity. Hey, it sounds like today has a theme on it, don't it? Income I'm, I'm glad you said that because I actually never thought of it. <laughs> um, because, you know, you think everything you're doing goes towards producing income, but in some cases it really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. In most cases it doesn't. Yeah. It will slap you in the face every yeah. time. Like, Yes, in most cases it does not. You're right. Hey, Antonio. Yes, sir. Just yesterday, I, I walked back into my office and sat down and said, okay, wait a minute. I said, now, wait a minute. What can I do right now that will produce revenue right now? Like, there's so much to do. And then it hit me. Well, I need to call the clients to have the money. And I started looking at, okay, which clients got the money? Mm -hmm. I need no, to focus right. here. <laughs> no, that's right. That is exactly what you should be doing. Angela, what about you? Are you doing income producing activities? I got to text your daddy too, by the way. Remind me to do that today now that I'm back. I have to text her. Did y'all know her daddy sells airplanes? What? Yeah. I'll, I'll take two. Yes. Yes. Angela. <laughs> Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. I'm here. Yes. Where have oh. you been? I have not laid my eyes on you. Listen, it has Don't been worry. a whirlwind. Dylan's actual birthday was yesterday, but we've had the family in here in my home, everywhere, falling out the windows all week still trying to go to the office and work for the man so when you talk about every moment you know it should be an income producing moment i'm like oh yeah i got to do something so i got to make something else 
happening I'm around so. too too much greatness that too many other people around me are doing that so I'm, I'm falling short somewhere i'm trying to figure what am i falling short on because my ideas are not producing income they're just great ideas yes 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 that is absolutely right you, you couldn't have said it better if i said it with my own mouth you are absolutely right i'm telling y'all i'm i'm i sat down yesterday morning as usual and this happens all the time now it happens all the time and i got all this stuff to do and i sat down at my computer and i said wait a minute what am i supposed to do literally I, and I, if i do it i know you doing it someone has you understand i know you doing it if i'm doing it now i says i always have to do it and i always have to say all right well what is the first in first product first productive thing i'm doing that's going to produce income income producing activities you understand i'm gonna say it until it's sing-songy income producing activity i get on them all the time because and Ashley's ooh, Ashley, Lord, Ashley like doing everything else but <laughs> income producing activity. And then she, I told her the other day, look, Ty was, I don't know, Ty was next to her or the three way. But I, I make y'all happy. See, you do. And your teeth are so white. You just, you know, you just, you just sparkling all over the place. This is what I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I tell you, Vicky, this is what I tell her. I tell her every time I say, People who don't like sales run the marketing. Because Ashley show like running the marketing. <laughs> she'll go over there. And she'll, she'll be like, no. Okay, what I did was something that's going to work five years from now. Well, you know what? These bills ain't coming five years from now. You understand? How many of you got a mortgage that's due in five years? Nobody. It's due now and five years and 15. <laughs> that mortgage, you die and that mortgage still coming. You understand? <laughs> you die right now. That mortgage coming for your kids. <laughs> that mortgage is real disrespectful. <laughs> they go send Monica cats the mortgage. I'm telling you. And don't think. I'm, t- I'm telling you. And if the cats can't handle it, they're going to come and they're going to repossess their house and kick them cats out. That's how cutthroat this world is. Income producing activities. The bank is not going to foreclose on their house and say, cats, you know what, though? You're, you're conscious creatures. What we're gonna, uh, dogs, not cats. Dogs. I'm not, about to say, are they cats or yeah, dogs? They're totally like dogs. She can't even handle cats because they got an attitude like her right (laughs) they're not gonna look at these dogs and go you know what dogs you are conscious creatures havana you're a conscious creature we're gonna give you shelter nope that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen they're gonna say well somebody get these dogs out of here take them to the pile they're coming to Mm -hmm. you they're coming to (laughs) Yes. is far better suited. I don't want no more miles to feed. I have too many. I feel like I know of almost every Nigerian I know, almost every one of them feeds like a thousand people. It's, 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 I, just, I just know those Nigerians, right? The ones that's feeding thousand people so i feel like some of the nigerians i know i got thousand miles to feed i don't need two more you tell rebecca and and hannah 
That's her dog's name. That's not her dog's name at all. That's not her dog's name. <laughs> That's not her dog's name. Income producing activities. Yes, income producing. Tyranny, did you get it? What kind of activities we doing? Income producing activities. Right. Let that be a word for y'all. I'm telling you how much you need it because I would, I would venture to say through experience about, and you can test this in your own life, but 95% of what you're doing does not produce income. Think about it. Just run it against your own life and verify. And if you're going, well, you know, one day, that ain't income. If you got to go to one day, that is not income. That's is that the 80-20 rule? Just about, yeah. Pareto's principle, 80-20 rule. Absolutely. Absolutely. 20% of your harvest is going to give you, your seed will give you 80% of the harvest. It's, it's what the, every time someone tell you that a millionaire, millionaires say no to 95% of the things, this is what they're invoking. They're saying, man, let me, let me give y'all just an example that I'm going to give Vicky. Pastor Stephen told me Vicky has a wonderful announcement. I remember she was talking about it a couple of months ago. Let me, let me, let me invoke something for you. Let me tell you how slick the road to prosperity is. You have to be very careful. Because I told you the other day, prosperity road is very petty. It will consistently test you our shit and make sure you're supposed to be on it. There's only two roads, prosperity and poverty. And they are not in the same geographical location and they are not going in the same direction. Please hear this. I'm not... I'm not taking this time to talk to you. I'm really talking to the team because I need to jolt us gently because everybody's doing well, especially Monica. Monica is on fire right now. But I still need Monica to push down. Frida, have you done income-producing activities today, right? And I use Frida as, as an example because she always is. I guess I wanted to use somebody that I know is on it as not to be offensive. But think about it. Let's see me pick Jerome. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen today. <clears throat> You're going to say, you know what? Antonio, right, I'm going to get it together. And then your wife going to say, baby, can you go over? Y'all saw it? Okay, watch this tip. Some of you got pastors you take care of. And you should. You should. I, I got a pastor. My pastor has been working in the office how many years, Grace? 36. Where did I get working in the office all day from? Oh, I thought you just did that on a regular. I didn't no, know you got, got that from it. him. I got it from sitting under your doggone pastor. Me and Grace got the same pastor. Her pastor been lowering them. It's been her pastor lowering than mine. So sitting under your pastor for five years made me realize the office door should always be unlocked and people should just go ahead and drop off money and just hang and, and, and get some wisdom. So he is who I have to thank for hanging in office all day. Okay. All day long. Okay. Thank Carrie Wade Tillman. He Thanks, Pastor. Thanks, Pastor. He's the one who did it. Okay. He's the one that got me in the office all day. Uh, that I spent five years at the, nah, wait, five years, four years at the feet of Grace's pastor just learning. Four years at the feet. Okay, some of you pastors ought to be grateful to hear that because some of y'all need to be sitting at the feet of some leader. Okay, some of y'all do. Said so four years at the feet. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you how it worked. This is how it worked, Margie. 
and your pastor will be the first person to knock you out your dreams. I wish I had somebody. You let Karen Wade tell me have something important to do. First thing he gonna do is say, ah, Rev Smith, don't going on down to the bank real quick. And, uh-huh. And let me tell you something. That is not an income producing activity. <laughs> you get it? If you are not in your dreams, you are automatically in someone else's funding theirs. Oh, I just said something. Wow. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Say it again, please. Say it again. Yes, if you are not in your dreams, you are automatically <laughs> in someone else's dream funding theirs. Automatically. Automatically. I think that's Phil. Go ahead, Phil. You can turn it into an income producing activity. Is that you go to the bank, say you're going to meet three people who might like to know more about us? That's right. That is a wonderful way. So you can turn all that stuff into an income producing activity, but you need to be in tune with your star player and be thinking like Phil and go, all right, since I'm here, I might as well find the income in it. But please know, yesterday, you probably did 95% of things that are keeping you in your current condition. There is a difference, you know what, let me just, Vicky, you coming right after Denzel Washington talk, okay? Me and Denzel about to go ahead and uh, smack some folk in the face real quick. Denzel, come on, you go, mommy. They gonna tempest y'all. Denzel Washington. Uh, let's see, hold on real quick. I wanna find the right one and you better so focus daddy right there. Bring yourself here. Ah, stop it, stop it. Hold on, this is important. Important enough for me to stop my whole meeting. Vicky, I don't know how you're gonna follow Denzel. God bless you. We're praying for you. And you know what, use the kids. The kids always let you follow Denzel. You can always do that with Denzel. Yeah, listen to this stuff. I'm particularly proud and happy about the young filmmakers, actors, singers, writers, producers that are coming up behind my generation. In particular, Barry Jenkins. Young people understand this young man made 10, 15, 20 short films before he got the opportunity to make moonlight. So never give up. Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. It's not easy. If it was easy, there'd be no Kerry Washington. If it was easy, there'd be no Taraji Henson, P. Henson. If it were easy, there'd be no Octavia Spencer. But not only that, if it were easy, there'd be no Viola Davis. If it were easy, there'd be no Michael T. Williamson, no Stephen McKinley Henderson, no Russell Hornsby. If it were easy, there'd be no Denzel Washington. So keep working, keep 
Keep striving, never give up, fall down seven times, get up eight. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Come on, right there. Hold on. I got to take that back. Right there. Tell about ease to progress. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work. Oof. Okay. Now about to find wow. me. Uh... <laughs> you better stop it. <laughs> drop the mic. Damn. I watched that. He did that like two years ago. I literally went over and watched it over and over and over. That was his acceptance speech out. That man just got motivation pouring off him. Mm. That was his acceptance speech. Ease is a greater threat to progress, progress. than hardship. Mm. So get up. I'll see you at work. He pasted the link in, in the chat for us. I sure will. <laughs> that, that, that. And that's what I'm trying to communicate to y'all upon this morning. That income producing activities is what you need to be doing. And they're always hard. We always take the easy thing off the to-do list. And we never get or rarely get to the ones that produce income. You hear me? Come on, Sister Book. I know you got something to say right around here. That, that was just powerful. Without commitment, you will never start. And without consistency, there will be no finish. Wow. Right. Mm. That boy Denzel be talking. Denzel once said in a commencement speech at a college, I hope you put your shoes way under your bed, your slippers way under the bed. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> so when you got to get off the bed and go get them, you got to get on your knees. And while you're down there, why don't you just go ahead and start praying? I'm telling y'all, ease is a greater threat to hardship, as Denzel Washington said, greater threat to progress and hardship. You must be on income producing activities and they are not easy. They are difficult. All right, who's that unmuted? Hey. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. Jim Collins says, good is the enemy to great. There it is. Vicky, I must don't love you. I put you after Denzel. Just so disrespectful. That is that's that's how you disrespect people, Pastor Stephen. You put them after a great speaker. That's <laughs> that's okay. She's a part of the People's Congress, so she's well able. Okay, then transition. Well, there it is. Come on, Vicky, you got it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I, that video that just that brightened up my morning, and so I'm so happy and blessed to be here this morning, um, and talking about. Uh, income producing activities. All right. So I don't know. I was here a couple months ago um, just to give everybody a little breakdown. Podium RVA, we work with Richmond middle schoolers and high schoolers, recent graduates from our public schools. 
Um, we do writing, communication, leadership, professional development. So that looks like things like weekly, after school, and summer workshops. That looks like um, quarterly publications, zines, and our annual literary journal, showcases like open mic nights. We've got our team professional conference coming up in just two weeks with several folks that are on this call right now being a part actively of that mentorship of our youth. Um, so this is, you know, we are basically, we're, we're, we're doing a writing revolution um, here in Richmond. And, and it is just so wonderful to be able to have the space to share that with y'all. And so two things real quick, and then, you know, I, I, we need to, I know we need to get back to our, to our full conversation, but, you, you know, if there you are some ways time. that you can engage, you know, with, with Podium, with our young folks, with our alumni, um, I don't know what folks are doing on Monday, August 9th at 7 p.m. We have our next um, virtual open mic. Um, several folks on this call were at our open mic the last time around. Um, and so I don't know, you know, Stephen, um, you know, Jerome, I don't know if y'all want to maybe share a second about what it was like being at a podium open mic. Um, but I'm going to drop the registration link right here in the chat. And if you are free August 7th at 7 p.m., please zoom in. You don't have to be a poet or a storyteller or a debater. All you have to do is have the creative spirit inside of you and, and, and Podium family will welcome that. Um, but yeah, Stephen or Jerome, do you want to maybe share like your thoughts? Jerome, out you're, the... you, you and I are both poets, but I believe you, you could articulate a little bit better. Go ahead, brother. Why y'all put me on, on the spot? I'm on my phone and no, folks. Um, what to say to say it humbly as possible? What Vicky is doing with those kids is a miracle, and if we don't support them, I'm telling you right now, we're doing those kids a disservice because she pours her heart and soul into, and not just the poetry, into their success and where they're headed and where they, what they want to be, and she's engaging them. And all she's asking us to do is, if you can support, if you got a couple dollars, support. Hello. We can use them funds when you got no problem with that. But she's doing a wonderful, fantastic job with those kids. And I commend her. And I thank you, Stephen, for bringing her on board to the People's Congress. And I'm sitting there going, what she's doing, it blows me away. Because they're our future. 20 years, 30 years from now, they're running this country whether we want them to or not. And Vicki is one of those people who's making a difference for those kids' future. Let's help them out, guys. So what I will say is that uh, Podium REA is uh, an organization that's helping minorities and inner city youth um, express the pain they have, the doubts they have, the fear they have in writing so that they can um, they can impact the world in a greater way. And, and you guys know, I just want you to think back to when you were a child, when you were a teen, all the conflicts that you were going through, and especially now in this world, what they're having to deal with is so much heavier, so much weightier than anything that we've had to go through. Uh, and so just from a freedom of expression standpoint, Podium RVA is creating an environment for these youth to be able to make an impact uh, in a beautiful way. So definitely go to their website uh, and check them out, podiumrva.com. Uh, and you can check out uh, Vicky, Vicky, the event and everything is posted for open mic. Dot org. I'm mean, sorry, dot, dot org, sorry, podiumrva.org. See, see, Jerome, Stephen, people's better, better advertisers than 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 me for for our podium, young folks. And just to summarize and bring it back to income producing activity, the theme of the morning, which I love so much. Um, when you watch the People's Congress, you know we stay on theme, on message. 
Um, another thing we're doing all throughout this next month, we have a back to school campaign for Richmond City. I don't know what it's like where you are, but we have not been in person. This summer is the first time we have seen our young folks since March of 2020. So what we are doing, trying to welcome our, our, our students and families back to schools, we are going to be printing journal number 11, um, a thousand copies to pass out to families, young folks, schools, community centers, boys and girls clubs. So if you are able to participate in this back to school campaign, we are working to raise the $4,000 for that journal. Um, and so I'm put drop that link right there and come to the open mic, brag about how much of a podium supporter and family member you are, join this back to school campaign. And what we're gonna do is we're sending everybody a digital copy of journal number 11. So that way, you know exactly what we are sending um, to our children and families. And if I could add Vicki, um, y'all know I love, 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 love Vicki and what she's doing with the children, always near and dear to my heart. Um, I've done several challenges in the past where I've challenged people to give. I think I did it maybe open mic night. Um, I did it with the People's Congress. Whatever they gave, I matched and we have 50% participation. I would love for us this morning to be able to give again to the children. So if you can give it all, go out to podiumrva.org um, and it's right on that front page where you can give to the children any amount. Doesn't matter if you have 25, throw 25 in there. It just doesn't matter because it's for the children and this is how we actually can make a difference instead of just talking about making a difference. That's beautiful. And I completely agree. Thank you for getting the nice little cap on that off. Please y'all go register. <clears throat> Please go register here. Go go register. It looks like it's free. Is it free? Well, it looks free when I clicked on the link. Oh, open mics are always free. Absolutely. I thought they podium, were. I just all want... podium programs are free. I figured they was. I, I ain't never seen them. Well, I guess I have seen one person charge for open mic. But there you go. There you go. Well, you know, you got to, you have the, sometimes you got to door entry and the two drink minimum stuff like that you understand yeah so it's a two drink minimum at podium zooms you understand two drink meeting two drink minimums and water don't count right now okay now i got some water in my little scotch glass here okay got my little water but later on today it ain't gonna be water jerome you understand it won't be water i was dehydrated from the drinking i did yesterday all right, let you know me <laughs> now let me address because man, there is let me let me let me let me see if who I need to who's all here. Running a company is not easy, but what I'm gonna need y'all to do. All right, please, this 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 no more at least in front of me, no multitasking because I'm addressing you too as well. <clears throat> everybody listen, everybody listen, listen, listen. Every problem in the world comes back to human righteousness. Everyone. Every problem in the world comes back to human righteousness. Every conflict, every enmity, that's a fancy word for friction, every quarrel, every I can't forgive this or I'm going through this comes back to human righteousness. Every single time you think that, oh, I would never do this. I actually, I actually said something that to Deanna and Tempest this morning. And I, as soon as I said, I said to myself, <clears throat> wait a minute. That's the exact same thing I shouldn't say. 
I literally, like the moment I said it, I said it's the exact same thing I shouldn't say. The absolute moment that you find yourself, I had to deal with four problems yesterday. Four. I deal with four problems yesterday. And two of them, <clears throat> I went directly to the horse's mouth because that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I, that's what I, uh, Tierney, I mean, you might please. Anybody, you know, I feel this. Let me tell you, tell you something. I'm mute your mic, Terry. I'm mute your mic. Yes, sir. Did I come directly to you? Why am I always the problem, sir? You ain't the problem. <laughs> you ain't the problem. But did I come directly to you? Yes, you definitely you came so directly to me, sir. Thank you so much. I don't do no hearsay. I don't do no hearsay. You want to do hearsay with me, you got to catch these hands. I don't do no hearsay. Ain't no hearsay. Ain't no hearsay. I need to get it directly from, well, you know what? Nope. I don't want to hear. Alfredo, unmute your mic. Ain't nobody playing around here. <clears throat> ain't nobody playing. Unmute your mic. Unmute your mic. I ain't playing. I went directly to Alfreda because here's the deal. What we're not going to do is do any hearsay. So by the time I got to Alfreda, she was pleasant. Time I got the tyranny, situation already done. You understand? Go ahead, Phil. Define human righteousness. When you think you're right, period, point blank. When you think you're right, all right? As long as you think you're right about something, you're automatically wrong. It's the very fuel that keeps up a problem. So after talking <clears throat> with Queen Alfreda yesterday, I said, wow, that's incredible. You, that's absolutely incredible. So this is what I'm going to do. Let me tell you right in front of you. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I've, I had a good conversation with Alfreda. It was pleasant. We laughed. We joked. We didn't cry because I don't cry. But we laughed. We joked. You know, all that stuff like that. And I said, I'll tell you what, Alfreda. This is what we're going to do. September 1st, because Alfreda is such a blessing to ATS, Alfreda going to start a whole new little Mexican group. So some of y'all get the opportunity, okay, to it's about three or four of you and right? not 15 of y'all get the opportunity to do your own mixing group and get on tv and all that stuff and i told her as long as you host well you i'll see you at the mexican sure will at the vip ticket sure i, I did i don't know if she's gonna mute the mic but i let her okay there you go now free did i not say that that's exactly what you promised me absolutely and did I let anybody tell me what they wanted to tell me? No, you did not. I don't play them games. You understand what I'm saying? Prophet Jerry, I don't want to hear nothing. What did you mm -hmm. say? What did I don't do no hearsay. Yeah, What's buddy. going on? She, paid, she got her own group. I got her own group coming out. because That's my girl. That's it. Remember, she used to lead one with Jerome, but the people wouldn't show up on time, so I killed it. Y'all you know, know how I am. I'm swift. I'm one of those people, you know. Yes. I'm one of those people. What? Same thing again. No. I'm, trying, I'm just <laughs> no, bro. I'm just really honest and honestly, I I hate to say this. No, nah, I'm gonna just you mute, I'm a, I'm a mute my mic and I'm gonna go ahead and let you do your income producing activities. So you, I'm gonna respond to what you fit to say no, though. Well, I think I might miss it. So I know I might miss it. So I don't think I have a response. For it. I, oh, I, okay. Let me get listen. It just sounded like you just said something. I'm thinking, wait, what? How, Oh, I'm I haven't said nothing bad. No, no, no. I haven't said nothing bad yet. I'm saying a preamble to what I'm getting ready to say, all right? 
Y'all need to catch this energy out here and watch it. All y'all. All of you. If you think you're right, check your hardest. Simple as that. As simple as that. If you like what you're doing, check your harvest, keep going. If you don't like what's happening with your harvest, change what you're doing. That's, would you like to give it to you from a, uh, you want me to, okay, I, I, let, me quote, let me quote the Bible then, then maybe that'll help some of you out. A good tree has to bear good fruit. Watch it, bitch. It just is what it is. So if you don't have good fruit, your righteousness is telling you you're a good tree and you're not. Can I share an example? You sure can. You know, and it's about humility. You know, I am never one of those people to say, um, to hide my mistakes, okay? A lot of people will try to hide their mistakes because they feel like if they don't show them, then people will think they're competent and people will look up to them. But to me, a true leader opens up and says, you know what, this is the mistake I made. So I have a client who happens to be a family member, say amen, and um, they were not doing what they were supposed to. I mean, my goodness. So I quoted them one price every, and they delayed, delayed, had my staff working, doing all these things. And then finally I sent them the invoice and all along I was saying, you know, time is money, time is money. They came to me and wanted to know where my invoice came from, why it was so high. And I told them exactly why. Well, they didn't agree with it. They felt like if I had communicated, they would have done things differently. Y'all, they wouldn't have done anything differently. Um, And I said, okay, well, what are your expectations? They said, oh, now you're being condescending. That's some family will say. A client normally wouldn't say it. That's why I'm giving this example. Um, I said they owe 2000 They said, well, we thought we were paying the 250 Okay, you thought you were paying 250 for all these hours of work. And after I sent you your invoice, instead of saying you had a problem, you still ask for modifications for your bank. Okay. I said, you know what? You're right. If your expectations are 250, please only pay 250. Um, I believe in in making sure my clients are happy. If I have a client, a happy client, I feel good about myself that I have done what you expected. I said, you know what? The error was mine. In the future, I will make sure I manage expectations better. Um, and I am very clear on what the extra fees will be as we do the work. Um, they were like, then they said, oh no, we're gonna pay you what you do. Please don't. I believe that my client, if you your expectation was 250, please only pay 250. And if you want me to do the remaining work, please let me know. We will go over the cost. And every time I finish each part of it, I will charge you for those. And we'll just move on from here. No problem whatsoever. And y'all, I took it away from my heart. Okay. Because not only was it family, it was a client. And, you know, I can't tell you how hard that was. But I immediately said, you know what? I'm going to give it to God because God has never let me down. And like I told my client, that 2000 is not going to make or break me. Honestly, it's okay. 
It really is. Um, and so I share this to say, you know, even when we think we're right and we may know we're right, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And we, we have to be humble. And, and you know what? I just believe that God honors that because uh, um, right. an ugly relationship, a, a terrible ending doesn't satisfy anyone. Yeah, absolutely. You're never right. Sorry to break your bubbles. You're never right. You're not even sent here to be right. And the moment you become right, you become legalistic. The absolute, uh, um, you become all about justice, no grace. That's legalism. The law says this. The, the Bible says this. The rules say this. The moment you become right, that's where you stick at. And there's never a gray area for you to start getting into harmony. Harmony has nothing to do with black and white. Harmony is always gray. If every key on the piano was the same key, it'd be noise. You need different keys to make a beautiful symphony, period, point blank. Go ahead, Phil. Wayne Dyer says, if you have a choice between being right and being kind, choose kind. That's right. That's right. So listen, I'm fixing issues and stuff, and it's all good because that ain't issues. That ain't issues to me. But I promise you, everybody I talked to yesterday got overblessed. And let me tell you something. You in. And yes, I had, we did. I, Yes, I we did. To, yes, we I did. Had to tell somebody, I had to tell somebody yesterday. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get y'all arrogance. You, you in my company. I don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand how you in my company and then acting like oh, you shouldn't be nice. And I'm being nicer than you. That don't make no sense. Come on, Reggie. Yeah, let me, let me take something out. While y'all on this way, while y'all on this interview, you said something that made me get off this treadmill. You told me about righteousness. I'm going to tell y'all that they told me I took a substance that I know I didn't take. Now, touch me on that. If I know I'm right, so I was wrong, I don't, you got to help me on that one, buddy. Yep, let me tell you what happened to Reggie. Reggie, when, when's your graduation? It's like tomorrow, huh? All right, so we'll be at we'll be at your graduation tomorrow. So Reggie got his. He's been two years sober, whatever, whatever. I forget how long now. He's got his drug sobriety uh, graduation tomorrow. Well, the system that that y'all say ain't no system. Okay, the system. He, let's see, about six months ago they made him restart. About six months ago, <clears throat> they told me pop hop for cocaine. <clears throat> Didn't do no cocaine but he didn't get in trouble. They just started him back over. Now, let me pause for everybody who don't understand how the system works. When you are, when you don't have a high academic degree and you're on the wrong side of the brown table, they'll keep resetting your date to see if you're going to get back in trouble because everything is about having a high, not closing rate, what is it called? The, the, 
you know, because everybody's trying to run for governor or, or you know, district attorney. It's, no, it's when you have the, the your, your clothes, your, your course. Conviction. Conviction rate. There we go. This, this is why they give you those pleas. Because a plea is a conviction. And they want to have, you know, I'm, I'm attorney this, I got a 95%. So then they just hit Reggie three days ago. I didn't say nothing. They hit Reggie three days ago. He took his last test. I told him he popped for cocaine. And then they, was that Friday, Reggie? Was it Friday? He took his last test so he can graduate. Yeah, that's Friday. Friday. So then the great. I told him on the 19th. I told him on the 19th. Yeah, I made another test so this time he stood up for himself <clears throat> say give me another test so they gave him another test and then of course obviously he passed and he's graduating but then the po looks him dead in his eye and say but i think you out here selling so they literally you get what i'm saying literally going all the way past science just to hold him because since he popped hot for cocaine years ago, clearly he hasn't changed. Well, you I can tell you saying? now that the smile <laughs> is going to beat all of them, regardless of whatever the hell they got going on and whatever the hell they think you hot on, bro. You keep that smile going and you keep your, you keep your power and your strength. We know your story. Half of the world don't know the story and that's the damn problem. Everybody wants to come up with their own idea of who, what you going to do and who yeah. you think you are. I'm looking at you right now, bro. I've been looking at you from the Absolutely. beginning. Well, don't let nobody tell you that you hot because yeah. you are hot. Look, you are hot. Uh -huh. But tell them that's the other hot. That's that. That's another radar that y'all ain't got in your machines that's breaking, that's breaking off your scales right yep. now. You don't know about that. Yeah. Well, come see about me. Don't make me come <laughs> and talk to these so people silly. about you. You so silly. Listen. I'm so serious though, because sometimes nah, you right. gotta go a little bit extra because you're right. You can't look at me and tell me you think I still do something without providing the test. With. Without right, because you're working all these types of yeah. people, you see all these millions of types yep. of people. You're the only person that you ain't really. He probably the only person in his whole entire sports wide that he ain't <laughs> gotta come see about. Every class, Antonio. Yes, sir. Look, a car does not work. A car does not work without fuel. This broken system does not work without you being in place where they need that's you right. to keep their system in place. That's, that's right. all that is. That's right. They got By them, God. That's right. Got you them failing tests, but don't show the test. You know what, you know what though? Mm -hmm. Reggie deserves a lot of credit because you downplayed that. That lady cussed at him yep. when she said that she didn't, she didn't believe him. She said, this mm -hmm. is BS. And that it, he did... It, he did he is doing it and selling it and all that and i told him i said she's probably trying to get a rise a reaction out of him yep. so he can start cussing back at her and then he'll start all over again so he held it together he didn't say a word but look at her so he deserves a lot of credit for that because that i don't even, i don't know how i would have handled yep. that yep. So you, gotta, you gotta keep your peace and walk in victory matter of fact when i looked at his picture today i saw him come on it just hit me i said that's the king right there that's king come see about me right there you walk, you like walk in your authority, brother. <laughs> I like that. I'm telling you. Hey, but this guess is how what? As long as you're not out the system, now you can get in and infiltrate and detect the system until they throw you out. They have to do you like Bill Cosby. The tests are coming back negative, but they won't show them. You get what I'm saying? 
They saying no, you positive repeat with no evidence, no evidence whatsoever. The first time he took it, because he because what 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 other what else was he gonna do? What else was he gonna do? That, that, that's how they yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> you know, Reginald. Reginald. He's there. He's there. So go ahead. Sometimes, sometimes people insist on having the grip that they had on you at a previous time because you weren't able to stand up in the space that was handed to you. But now standing up in that space because you know you better than you knew you before, they would rather knock you down off your podium because they refuse to come see about you. What they want to do is to make you live their dream. And you refuse to live in anybody else's dream except your own. I take my hat off to you, King. That's right. That's right. No, 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 that's it. That's it. The reason I'm letting he brought it up because I'm talking about human righteousness. I'm trying to get y'all to see someone is righteous. And so they manipulate the system. Every time you write, you don't listen. Every time you write, you cut off grace for people. Every time. Like right now, I have literally given directives and ain't being followed. Ain't nothing I can say. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Your job, no matter what you do, I was telling somebody in Arizona, and I want you to hear me very well. I was telling somebody in Arizona because they were talking about, we was bringing up the church. Okay, so some of y'all not for the life of this. We was bringing up the church and someone was like, well, you shouldn't have left your marriage. Talking about me. <clears throat> talking about me past steve i ain't bothering nobody come on i say well the problem with that is the church has a real good way of forcing you into toxic and abusive relationships because you have a title that you need to keep watch yourself reverend come on that's it Come on. And I said to this person these very exact words, and it is relative to right now. I said to that, I said to this person, I said, now I get what you're saying. But if you want Reverend Pastor to allow me to continuously get killed every day, and then for 12 years, you want me to stay killed. And then you judge me for falling. And you have no idea how long it took me to stand with legs broken. Come on! You better, you better stand it! Oh my God! You cannot judge a person who stood for 12 years and finally got tired. That's righteousness. You can't get mad at somebody for becoming belligerent or cussing you because you finally took them where they couldn't get to. 
Don't ever look at somebody and just say, you know what? I'm now judging you for reacting. And you have no idea how long it took side of you to stand. I'm telling y'all, I'm dealing with issue after issue after issue. I had to deal with at least four to five problems yesterday. And all of them was steeped in human righteousness. Everybody. Yes, sir. You know, people will push you to the edge and then trip when you fall. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you ain't lied. You ain't lying. I, I thought you were supposed to be righteous. Like, hey, I'm human just like you. You're going to catch these hands. You better back up. You understand. You fool around and catch somebody empty one day. You're going to get empty them. All that praying work. I, I, I need some real, I need some folk over 50 to understand what I'm talking about because these young folk ain't catching it. Catch somebody empty. But catch, catch Jerome empty and watch you get empty, Jerome. Everybody ain't. I have had a call where Jerome told me he was empty <laughs> and then somebody caught it. <laughs> you, you understand. Everybody can't stay full all the time. I had to apologize. Antonio, yeah. I had to apologize, not for what I said, but I had to apologize for the terminology that I used to tell them what I had to say. Mm -hmm. I told them, I meant what I said, because I told them, B, you better stop effing with me. I understand. <laughs> and y'all know I don't even, I don't no. even, and I apologize, because no. I could have used better words, but I meant what I said, because that's, what, oh, you like that, Reggie, huh? <laughs> when you're empty, you're empty, man. You Come hear on, me? bro. When you hear me, y'all you let feel all that positivity and humor. <laughs> Facts. Even feel get empty. Yeah, you gotta see me. Listen, I'm telling y'all what it is. If you catch people empty, yeah, they're gonna act away. And some of y'all out here in your Mexican groups catching folk empty. Hell, they already tired. They already volunteering. They already worked a 12-hour shift. And now you running a boot camp. Come on, man. Watch it, sir. Come on, we gotta keep it all the way 100% real around here. This is, why, this is why I keep the door open. It's a revolving door. You understand what I'm saying? But if you not gonna give as much grace as I'm giving, you can't do that in my company. You understand? You do that in yours. But you gotta be careful because people deserve the opportunity. Antonio. Yes, sir. Anthony Denfield. Antonio, in this in the space of uh -huh. uh, in, in the idea of income producing activities, yes, as sir. we discussed yesterday, mm -hmm. I would like to announce the uh Patreon uh page for surviving tough times for the youth group uh yes, sir. is open and the website I'll put it in the chat. Please do, please do. And we want, I'm gonna get people, anybody wanna donate, y'all more than welcome. I put $25 a month yesterday. So y'all can go ahead and do that as well. Listen to me, dead serious. All problems on this planet come back to somebody taking the position of right. Imagine that. Imagine how easy life would be if we didn't care about right. You know, Antonio. I, yes, sir. I just want to 
there's a teaching moment and a leadership teaching moment here because you know when when if i'm under you this is your company i'm under you and i'm trying to work for you i'm doing something for you and you've given me the authority to run a part of what i'm doing i have the authority to do it if i have a problem i should come back to you and let you know what i'm dealing with to get your mind on my problem That way, when I go back to whatever you give me authority to handle, I'm speaking what you would speak to them. And then there ain't no problems. That's right. Absolutely. That's absolutely right. Listen, and I'm not saying, listen, because somebody's going to let, you know, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to say he was talking. No, I didn't. I ain't said a single word by nobody. And the two people I called out, I told them, unmute your mic. You understand? I am very direct very direct there is nothing about me i don't throw no rocks in my hands if i threw rocks at you i stand right there you understand and i let you know hey we got a problem because i don't do none of that stuff i went straight to oh someone whenever my grandmother taught me this and i'm gonna let pastor bar let go my grandmother taught me this idea i'll never forget it margie she say the dog that bring the bone Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you got to be, be aware of the dog that bring the bone. People who come to you first buying a jury typically are abusers that's gaslighting you. You got to be very careful with that. Somebody need to hear this upon the day. People who come to you first trying to buy that jury is somebody that's typically an abuser who is gaslighting you. They wrong, they hiding something. You understand? That's why I don't do hearsay. Because if you are coming and ain't coming with both sides of the story, I automatically know you got you an agenda. You understand? So I didn't, I didn't need to, and both sides, I, I mean, and all four instances, I got both sides. But I needed to talk to the victim or the perpetrator, just depending on what was going on, to get the truth. And sure enough, when I talk, oh, hmm, that detail wasn't mentioned. Hmm, that wasn't mentioned. That's called gaslighting. You understand? That's called, you're very welcome, Damali, because you know my character and you know I was going to do, you know I was going to do that. You understand? Listen to me. Yes. Who's that? Finish that. Oh, sorry. Finish, okay. Finish that thought, and then if you can come back to me. Now nah, I got you. Can I'm gonna get past about let. Uh, I definitely want anybody uh, old enough to talk about. It. Listen, to what I'm saying, I'm dead serious, y'all. You right need about, to be careful with your righteousness. You're right about bringing a bone and carrying a bone. That's, That's it. Old, old folks saying, but it's true. It's true. Okay. Old folk been right long time, Margie. Right. <laughs> been right long time. Go ahead, Phil. Sorry, then pass the barlet. Always be gracious. Yep. You can't lose. And when you're not gracious, you can't win. Yep. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Go ahead, Sadi. You got you more than welcome. Respect. You're so an abuse know, victim. So you, I would love to hear from you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to use a work example. Um, so y'all know the struggle of the, the executive Black woman. Um, and I mean, no disrespect to any other. I can't even imagine you know, that struggle. I can't. Person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but to get to be the chief financial officer when there are not many women, much less black and brown women at the top, you got to deal with petty. You hear me? Petty before the word petty was popular. And what would happen is that my peers, other directors, would go to my boss and Sadia won't let me and Sadia this and Sadia that. But you know what? I never one went to my boss to defend myself and I never went to my boss to tell on someone else. Why would I do that? Where, where do you do that as a professional? Feel like you can go and tattle because you can't handle your own issue. And most of the problem was, I just wouldn't be manipulated. You know what I'm saying? Fine, don't invite me to lunch with y'all. I'm good. Fine, have a meeting before the meeting. I'm good with all that too. But the real issue is that people will always tattle trying to manipulate to get things to work the way they want them to work. Think about it. When you have a child who runs and tells you, now, quite honestly, I was a tattletaler. I won't get beat for nobody. You hear me? I can I vouch sang. for that. She will tell you in a heartbeat, even if it won't your fault, she won't tell him. I sang like a canary. You hear me? But my mother believed in spanking all three of us. And I used to term spanking loosely. Spanking all three of us until the culprit admitted they were guilty. That's usually and our so, older brother, Paul. He was the one. And that's where I learned that it didn't matter that I would go tell. So I learned to handle things by myself. And after we got in trouble, I would be on my brother for getting us in trouble. And so I feel like that's so important. You can apply that lesson to a lot of things. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And and I just wanted to share that. Nah, man, you good. You good. You good. You good. Pass the ballet. Where you at? I seen you. Hey, how you doing there, sir? My man, what's up now? Just want to give you a, a shout out for uh, that gaslighting. You had oh, did yeah. a video. You did a video or, or I don't know if it's a, something. Yeah, I was listening to it. It came from that movie and stuff. I never knew it came from. <laughs> I caught that. and I remember that. And I said, Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, that video. And uh, one of the things that this I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news my pastor campbell was teaching me uh when he was counseling at the time me and my wife he said listen here sir 
what good is being dead right when you're dead? Mm. He says, so you're going to go and make that argument. You could be dead on, you could be dead right, but you're dead. Nothing's moving forward. He says, best to let it go and live. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. I told that same person in Arizona. I told that same person. I shouldn't even answer the doggone phone. I told that same person. I said, look, I value harmony. All I try to do is be in harmony with you. And I spend most of my time losing just so we can be in harmony, which is what I'm supposed to do. And I don't keep score because harmony has everything to do with losing. You can't always be right and always be in harmony. And you can't always not listen and always think somebody being heard. You just can't do it. If you always the victim, then it means that you're always gaslighting. Harmony is about all losing. Let me say this, I'm gonna give Pastor Stephen. Let's just go, let's just pretend for one second that there was a Jesus. Let's just do that. Me no disrespect. I just got a lot of crowds here, okay? That's all. Now let's think about this for a second. If the law was all black and grace was all white, it is not, And but the law was still grace and this was still grace. These things both are an issue because grace unchecked is an issue law unchecked is an issue so then basically your jesus grabbed both grace and law and merged them to create a gray and it is in the gray area you get forgiveness man i just said something it's in the gray area do you get ministry it's in the gray area does love exist you cannot be in heaven and being like all love. How you know it's love? And you can't be in the dark and even see love properly. It is not until these two things blend together do you get stronger. And your Jesus came and died for great, nothing else. That's your whole narrative. To, to we can think, put weight on that. That's man, to think anything else is not to be thinking about ministry must be done in the middle of messy people how are you going to pass the bar let minister how he got it already y'all gotta go somewhere where there's mess and minister you can't minister how are you gonna tell margie how to be over 50 you can't she already there. You got to come tell these young folk how to get to 50. Then that's effective. How are you going to be a bridge with footings on one side of the ravine? If you, ain't got, if you ain't got your footings in the mess and in the bless, you ain't no bridge. I don't know what you is. You're a ramp or something, but you ain't a bridge. You're a cliff. You <laughs> That's accurate. You are a cliff. And <laughs> folk, folk just go and, and fall off. You're right. Church is for the sick. I respect that. And there need to be some healthy people in there. You can't be sick enough to help sick people. 
Okay, I'm telling you this because I'm catching all this energy. I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. And I'm, I want to tell you about the marketing university that, that, that Anthony, but I got to tell you tomorrow because right after that, I, I'm dodging left and right hooks everywhere, trying to keep people together who are volunteering. Don't make no sense, y'all. I'm not telling you you're wrong. What I'm telling you is you think you're right and you caused the wrong. But you know what's going to happen, Jerome? Well, you know what he... Wait a minute, Reverend. He used his platform to bully people. I ain't bullied nobody. I talked about me in a phone call. And the two people I called out, I blessed yesterday. If you're going to fix something, be a blessing. God ain't coming through shrinking stuff unless that shrinking comes with multiplication. Every time, let me, let me, since I'm here, Sister Booker, every time the Holy Spirit has to chastise you, it comes with peace and love. Amen. Peace and love. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't going to never come with abuse. Not one time. And that's why I love it. You better preach. And Morris talked and talked too, Antonio. That's what I learned by being, you know, around you is that, you know, it doesn't matter the scenario, you always lead with grace and how can I serve you? And it fixes, it fix everything. <laughs> it's like, let's start with grace and how can I serve you? Let's just, let's just start there. I, and I think yeah. that is just amazing. Mm -hmm. I've seen I, it make magic. Yeah, yeah. I had testimony this morning. Even when you made me mad, I was letting you make it. The real talk. Let's review the facts. Like real talk is you cannot look at somebody and forget you looking at God. That's our problem. You done let religion, man, y'all done let religion and systems and government make you forget that Vicky, that ain't, she ain't no white lady. She God. Yes, she is. <laughs> well, Pastor, I don't agree with you. Still God. You just God that don't agree right now. Pastor Barlett, still God. You understand? He's just a God I don't agree with right now. But he's still made in the image. Don't fool me now. I think that's still in there unless you ripped it out. You, that's still in there. And it starts off with it. It's Genesis 1, for God's sake. If, if, if God made sure that God said, Prophet Jerry is my image early. I think it's probably important. It's gotta be important if it came early. Everybody, I'm gonna need y'all to get along. I do, I need you to get along. I get it. Well, you know what? Because Eve is your fastest way to disagree with me. Go ahead, Phil. No, go ahead. Uh, 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 unmute yourself. Prophet Jerry, you next. Who is my brother? Who is my sister? You all are. That's right. I believe that Carpenter said that and something similar while dying. Like literally. Can, can you imagine dying 
and go, wait a minute. Let me teach you a good lesson right here. That's incredible. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's incredible. First thing my man say was, I empty. <laughs> you know what First thing, right here, suffocating, literally. Spread out suffocating. But you know what? Uh, let me teach y'all how to love people making you suffocate. Come on, man. Right. That's what happened. Do I mean, good gotta, and I'm, done doing being done bad to me. And it's still I, good. I'm gonna need y'all to stop making the miracle of Jesus a metaphor. You understand? Real talk. Real Don't talk. say it for you, Jerome. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. I'm going to need y'all. Don't matter if you believe. I don't need you to believe. I'm going to just need you to know, William, that somebody, your grandmother, was abused and still graceful. I don't know about y'all. Prophet Jay, you're going to have to come in. I don't know about y'all, but I'm only here because of the prayers of a black woman. I ain't got nothing else for you. I don't know what else to tell you. I can just tell you my grandmother knew how to tear and spoil milk and make it into cornbread. That's all I know how to tell you. That when the pants got too short, they became shorts. Come on. Come on. Ain't nothing like it. You're going to make it right. I <laughs> Whatever see you think is wrong is going to turn out right. I, t I see my grandmother take an old biscuit that we didn't eat, wet it just a little bit, and polish my patent leather shoes. I, I'm too young to know about that country stuff. Man, you're an old soul. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I see her take sugar and butter, put it on a piece of bread, toast it. Mm. Give me a whole meal out of whole meal. toast. Whole meal. Drink some water, baby. Drink some water. water. And then lie to my face and tell me she already ate. Back. Uh-huh. It is. Mm -hmm. This is why this is why I'm so much of an egalitarian. I mean, someone who believes in equal rights. That's why I fight for women and their rights. Because my grandmother taught me how to be a man. Prophet Jerry, come on, man. They, they, I, don't, I don't know if I might be too way up there right now. Because you're already seated in high places. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't even be a man without my grandmother. Oh, an uh, old woman. My grandmother, but let me, let me just say, my grandmother married 22 years and left my grandpa. And when I didn't find out till I was grown why she did. Apparently, my grandpa was a rolling stone you understand he didn't have just the audacity not to keep it away from his wife then he hit his wife when she brought it up and we ain't never know i was 20 some years old before i find out she dead before i find do you understand how humble you have to be to let people think you made a mistake just to protect your abuser because you don't want to plant no bad seeds. Come on now. Come, Come on, on now. Come on, Prophet Jerry. I'm just trying to tell everybody about your righteousness and it needs to go. And it needs to go right now. Come on, Prophet Jerry. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, Bishop. Loving Good that morning. shirt. Thank you, sir. I sir. think I think Deanna bought it for me, if I'm not mistaken. Purple was one of the colors I chose this morning in my meditation of um you said choose a color and purple was one of those colors oh, that i yes man let me yes. tell you anyway um the question i had is then why does people as christians okay because these are basically christians that does this and says that i'm not under the law but i'm under grace yeah, and that's because people like me have been taught them incorrectly. All right, let me, if you want to dispel this, just run right over to the fourth gospel and John, the writer, whoever he is, says that the law was grace. And then Jesus gives another version of that grace that was better and then uses the wedding at Canaan, Cana to then give a story about how good that law was because everybody brought out the good wine first. And by the time you was drunk, you got the bad wine. But then the fat king says, well, now y'all brought out the good wine and they brought out even better wine. And one and two go together to say, yes, that the law was a beautiful grace, but this one giving you a better one. You understand? That's the problem with being a teacher. If you're not also a student, you teach incorrectly. Right. Because, you know, in the revival, the revival went well and everything. And Sunday, um, we went uh, through Galatians 5. And one part was talking about the law. And I said, we still have to obey the law. And the pastor of the church was like, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not under the law no more. But she didn't let me finish what I was saying when I said that I was talking about the law of the land. Now, when she was saying that we're not under law no more, so we don't have we don't have to pay tithes no more. So I'm like. So I, all right, so I got I got two answers for you. They both the yeah. same. Do you want me to answer? Do you want me to give you your theological answer to the question I'm anticipating? Yes. You, okay. All right. So I'll do that last because that's the easiest part. Let me tell them, chop off the hard part first. What she should have did is just let this man talk. Hmm. Go figure. Mango. Go figure. Go figure that William. Hughes says something and I listen. Hmm. Even if I disagree, I just listen. Maybe he gonna finish and introduce something I don't know. See, that's the hardest part. How about you keep your disagreements to yourself? That's what the Holy Spirit ought to do anyway. The Holy Spirit ain't for your favorite singer. Is for you to behave in community and listening, be slow to speak. Help me out, somebody. And quick to listen. I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. How about 
when William Hughes say something, I just listen. That's the hardest part. The easiest part here is when you when it comes up to so the the Jews. First off, let me just say this here. If I could just get y'all to understand that the Bible is not American, this would be a lot easier for you. Okay, if I could just get you to understand that the Bible is an African book, this would be a lot easier. Okay, <laughs> I just need you to get it. This would be this would go a lot easier. Ninety percent of it, man. Don't take much research. Just follow the language. You got to think if that is the if that is the truth about the book, but then everybody is. is built off the book. So when it comes down to it, it says, "Well, what are you built off of? You built on sand." So the foundation that we believe is so strong is is the 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 same very thing that we're falling victim okay, to. Okay, that actually is a good setup. What I'm going to do because since you're so Western. And so American, which is basically Rome times Rome part two is basically America. You want things to make sense. Come on now, a, push that, push that. You have a Roman calendar and Aramaic numbers, a Roman letters and Aramaic numbers. I need you to get this here, okay? I need you, I need you to understand this here. With that being said, when the Bible says, prophet jerry law and prophets it's not it's not saying law and prophets if you look at it it's capitalized because africans had a way of saying from book end to book end what came first the law and then the writings and then the prophets that's in the torah it's 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 torah Ketuvim and Netuvim. I promise you, this is the real thing. This is the real Hebrew words. And the law, writings, and prophets. So when Jesus says the law and the prophets, he's not saying the law and then the prophets. He's saying from Genesis to Chronicles, because that's how the Torah ends. It doesn't end with Malachi. Genesis and Chronicles, from the first page to the last page, I did not come to abolish. See how much sense that makes when you take it out of America and put it back into this African meaning? It's called hermeneutics, by the way. From it the makes first, all the sense. All the sense. All the sense. <laughs> and I want to just say right now, if anybody is there, are you trying to figure this out? That's what the spiritual boot camp is going to be all about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Charlotte. It's Charlotte. But, but I was saying that the other day. There's some people that can hear what you're saying and be ready to go. Yeah. Then there's some people that are literally steadfast in saying an absolute positive no. Righteousness. Righteousness. And those are the ones that I want to offer the opportunity to get this ticket because I'm telling you, it's the ones that are standing so strong on the no. I can't yeah. do that. Nope. That, those are the ones that right now need just the spiritual understanding. And yep. because of the fact that you're offering it, I just wanted to put that out yep. there because I know people might be on here. So y'all yeah. reach out. Whatever. Try to get Whatever y'all hate. Absolutely. We need to know. Yeah, we want to know. We need Absolutely. to want to know. Absolutely. Whatever y'all hate, I want more of. Real talk. I need you to hear me. If you don't like, I don't know. If you don't like 
Lil Nas X. That's a great opportunity to bring him up right now because he just he just making everybody mad. I want more of it because how can I influence someone I don't like? Process that for a moment. Or is not the difference of you? No, think about no. it. Think about it. How can I? How can I? hate drinkers if I don't allow you to drink while I'm talking to you. Does that not make sense? It's not like I'm going to change you. I have to change you over time. I'll give you a great example. We got to go back to Jesus again since we owe Jesus. Matthew, you tax collector, you dope dealing person that is literally robbing his people and then giving their, your people's money to your oppressor. Y'all do know that's what that meant, right? Y'all do know, like the Rome, Rome had, the Roman governor had two jobs, keep rides away and get my taxes. That's the only thing that, that's the only thing the governor had to do. It's the only thing. The IRS. The, the, get taxes. So please, I want you to imagine, Sadia, if, if Antonio, was oppressive to you and said, every time Sadia make money, I'm getting 20%. And then William was the dude strong-arming you for that 20%. That was Matthew, the tax collector, because that's exactly who Matthew was. Does it make sense now? And Jesus said, Matthew, come with me. Nothing come else. Come on, bro, this is a good movie. This is a good movie. Oh, <laughs> Nothing I'm else. This is a real talk. Nothing else. Just say, come. Process that information. I know you dirty, but the closer you are to God, <laughs> the more that stuff gonna fall off. I ain't gonna say it no more, Rem. Okay? I'm still so dramatic, Come on now. It's all right. Saying. It's a preamble. I like it. I like it. I love it. Um, Antonio, there's a, there's a piece in that when it comes to those that Jesus approaches. He not only is saying, I know you're dirty. He's saying, you know you're dirty. Come follow me. Come follow me. But none of it matters. And the but way you know, he came, it wasn't nice when he came. He came like he was coming to collect something too. Yeah, because the more you're next to, I promise y'all, stand next to Sister Booker for a little bit watch you start changing. It and reminds me of something you... It reminds yeah, me of something you said a long time ago about being Talk the clean glass of water. You don't have to say anything. Just be the clean glass of water. You don't have to say nothing. If you a dirty glass of water and you put a clean glass of water next to it, you ain't got to say nothing. Antonio, People would demand that water get moved. Go ahead, Jerome. Sister Booker. Speaking of Sister Booker. Yes, sir. He told me on Monday. Hmm. To speak those things that were not. That's what she said. As they were. That's what she said. What happened to me on Tuesday, uh, Antonio? The things oh. that di di didn't happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, I like mm -hmm. you, Sister Booker. Do you hear me? Because <laughs> she spoke that time. I said, wait a minute. She just Look. did this yesterday. Look. And here it is in my lap. I went, uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all better pay attention to Sister Booker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like you understand. Go ahead, Sister Booker. Mr. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. You were talking about being still. Yes, Lord. And the importance of listening. God yes. gave us two ears and one mouth. 
That's so it. we should listen twice as much as we speak. That's right. That's right. Listen, y'all. Amen. I Amen. I got a whole business agenda here I want to give y'all. But after yesterday, I had five different fives to put out yesterday. I got to do this. Ain't nothing wrong. But you need to hear it because you're messing up your money. It is not enough to be saved and broke. You can't do that. That's not biblical. Do you understand? And you can't say, well, I don't have to tithe. Why not? It's in your text. And if you are not a tither, then you really just got to walk around. This is assuming that you like are Jewish or Christian or Muslim. If you are not a tither, you just got to be quiet all day because you can't tell me nothing. If you are not a tither, you better not say nothing because you ain't got no faith. So you can't talk about nothing faith related. You ain't got no discipline, so you can't talk about nothing discipline related. And you're not like obedient. Antonio, look, let me mess them. I'm gonna mess you guys up on this right here on the giving. Jesus never talked about nobody tithing. You know who he talked about? The one that gave the widow that gave her two mites. That's right. He talked about right. giving 100% of what you have to God and then ask God how much can you keep. That's right. So if you show up to a Mexican group. I'm going to need the spirit of excellence all day, every day, because I don't show up to these calls and not give the spirit of excellence. You understand? Dr. Antonio. Talk to me, kid. It, it, I'll tell Sister Booker just because I ain't saying nothing, I mean, I ain't listening. <laughs> hey, listen. listen I, I, I deal with that so many times. Yep. People always talk about the tide, whether they should be doing it or not be doing it. Let alone, they even don't, don't even talk about the offering because they struggle with giving that. Yep. But what I did, I messed my pastor up by just doing double. That's, that's why you go all And had the that. columns in my Bible to prove it to him. So I told him, I said, listen, man, when I put in 6000 in tithe, that means I did 6000 in offering. Now, what the problem is? Yep. Yeah. So they struggle with that. And so I think I told Chris yesterday, and man, I ain't made this statement in a long time, but I said, it's fair to make it with you because you're a young up and coming millionaire. I said, I'm in between my blessing right now. Yep. Absolutely. So people who are struggling with it, they just have a problem because bottom line. And then one more thing I need to say, and I'll talk really? to you about it later on today. Are you familiar with the term uh, good guy, bad guy? Yep. And you know how it's played. Uh-huh. Well, people better learn that about me because they haven't learned me yet. Mm -hmm. I play good guy, bad guy all the time. So the ones who come to me talking about you, thinking that I'm the good guy, I'm really the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You should know who your enemy is. Because I'm still amazed how some things are said and they just say, and I have to ask the question, well, why do you bring that to me? I'm not on Antonio's staff. I'm not on his board. I'm not. I think they tied it in because you and I do what we do on Wednesday, but what mm -hmm. happens is 
people just really need to grow up. Because I, yeah. I said publicly all the time, this is that man platform, so I ain't got no rules to give him. I was invited. So you should live the same way <laughs> as a visitor. You know, she waving at you. I don't know why y'all talking about me. That's fine. Y'all grown. You, you grown. I tell you. Yes, sir. Oh, Pastor, what's up? Yes, sir. I, you know, when it comes to that tithing thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that's always a tough thing. People go around in circles. And so I got two things to say about that. Yep. Uh, when I was in uh, Buford, South Carolina, the preacher was talking about tithing. And mm-hmm. I was a different type of person. So don't judge me. Oh, I understand. I believe, I believe in the Lord. And I told him, I said, look, if I give you this money and I don't get no money back, I'm coming back for my money. I understand. I've and so, and so I took and I started doing it. And at this time, I was a uh, Lance Corporal of the Marine Corps. Hmm. And oh, wow, wow. I ended up getting a townhouse. I just built the townhouses. I moved to a townhouse. I ended up getting a real refrigerator. I uh, ended up getting a car. I was uh, getting more things than I could afford, but they'd never had a, uh, a loan on it. So I was getting more than I was bringing in. And that, in my spirit, made me understand no it's right but then when i came and i started reading the bible that's why i put hebrews uh uh seven in there yeah i saw it melchizedek and how they were given tithes before the law and how abraham gave to melchizedek and how jesus is like melchizedek and so now he's our high priest then i went back to malachi then it says shall a man rob god people think that you're taking money from god that they read a chapter back Basically, they was trusting in rocks and stones and was causing uh, an issue with God blessing them. They were robbing him from blessing them. That's why he said, try me. I'm trying to bless you. But you robbing me uh, and your words are stout against me later on. So I can't even bless you because you ain't using your faith. So they were robbing him from blessing them, not of money because God don't need your money. Come on now. when I when we talk about tides, you know, I try to pass that. You know, sometimes when we're talking to uh, the folks in the church, yeah. every so often I bring that up and go through that. So okay, now don't get to tripping. You're not, you know, so much keeping money from God because God don't need your money. You you're robbing Him from opening the windows of heaven to pour out a blessing that you ain't got room to receive, so that your blessings are on time, not too quick, and That's not right. too late. It's like waiting for a check in the mail, but my check didn't come till after everything was done. Well, if you check what it came before things were done, you would have spent it, but now you actually got it. Hmm. So there's a time uh, when it's time to get it, and there's a time when you ain't ready. So you got to be ready and be faithful. That's right. Absolutely. So let me let me say this to, on that same energy. This is, go, this is William. This is, goes back to this understanding that this is an African thing. I don't know why y'all keep doing that. American Christianity is real suspicious. I'm just not going to lie to you. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. It's not Christianity. It's not. Now, listen, pay close attention. Wouldn't even know money in Malachi. How about that? How about that? Come on, tell them the truth. (laughs) The United States Treasury. (laughs) The the United States Treasury wouldn't even in existence in 350 BC. So what's happening here it's simple. You're going to give 10% of all you got. Whatever that is. And you do that, 
you'll be blessed by the universe. If not, all right. See how you it know, worked out so you so far. You know, Bishop, that helped out a whole lot. There it is. Pastor Arlette, by being in being in the church all my life, paying tithes, I never really saw that in Hebrews like that. So thank you mm-hmm. very much mm-hmm. for breaking that down. So it now when this pastor come to me and say, well, <laughs> why are you paying tithes? Or I don't pay tithes. So don't tell my people to pay tithes. Well, you're not obeying the whole Bible. Because in Hebrews, it said it. But yeah. the main thing... Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, but, but the main thing is giving moves God. Fair enough. I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> that was, that was, I, was, I was thinking, how do you sum that up? That is exactly how to sum that up because it says that he likes a cheerful giver. So it's a thing about the way you given what you're doing. And when you, like Barlett said, really, it only does one time. Once you do it one time and you see the return in it, if inside of you, you understand what happens, like he said, the Holy Spirit would be the thing that does that, you know, in the end, because you could be driving something else would happen. I remember the time I did it and this lady just told me I was going to get some money. I just looked at the lady like she wasn't even paying attention. But mm. I remember the day I put my stuff aside before Sunday. Yeah. I had put it before Sunday, wrote my envelope out just because I was just hyped to just be like, this is what I got. I'm, I, it, something changed in me. And literally, mm. I was getting money all week. The insurance called, like I got some orange food insurance check that they owed me money and things like that. I'm thinking, now why and how God's name would this lady say something? But she was one of the crazies. You know how we call those, them, them certain ones. We just think they're crazy. They always talking or maybe even talking to themselves. Really, I had to come back to her and ask her, is there a reason why that we are so, so crazy to people will walk away from you? before they hear what is actually being said to you. Like I, mm. I literally know that God was really working on me within that month because I did it and I saw it for myself, but it was something about giving. It's the, it's the way you want to do it that God yeah. is connected to. Not even so much what you give, not even so much who you give it to, not even if it's not the monetary, because remember, if you don't have money, because I walked for years, Broke is all jokes, but yep. I came every day serving better than anyone that had nothing but checks and cars and all of that. And 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 now I can sit at the top of something and be like, wow, bless God. Yep. But it was the heart. So yeah, you that's what he's matching. He's matching that yep. vibration, going back to you again in the vibration. <laughs> and that's it. But that's all that matters. Look, it's a vibration and it's like so you don't even have to have a name of it, it's a feeling. You don't even have to speak the same language. That's why I love the fact that you can break it down from the West, because like I said, when I when I first got here, this is when I was learning these things outside, meeting these yeah. people, and they were telling me that Jesus wasn't real and that I had been lied to. And I was thinking, well, damn, that means I'm a lie, because <laughs> everything that I know came out of the Bible in the church. And if it was on the Western side, then you saying that what I am is not, and I'll be damned because I am. Yeah. 
And that's where the power came from. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your breakdown. That's why I said your breakdown is important. So I I love the fact that I will say it again, guys, that 90 day spiritual boot camp is really, really, truly right about now in the switch. We're going to need the switch because we're about to see some people, like he said, that have encountered something different because like, like we just heard, I don't even, I can't even say the man's name with the M that he gave the money to. Melchizedek. Melchizedek, right. Mm-hmm. You know, he say, he say that's where the 10% was going. And that's the conversation. I've never even heard that. I was like in my forties. So Jay, yeah. I hear you when you say thank you, but, but that's what we need right now. Cause there's so much that we have. And I'm telling you, when you rooted in something, and you find out that your roots is shaky. Mm-hmm. You just want to get closer to the water. That's, that's all. That's facts. That's facts. That's thank you so much. No, thank you so much. And Anthony, I'm going to get you, then I'm going I'm to wrap this up. Okay. Uh, Antonio, remember yesterday we had the, uh, were you going to start the new marketing department of the yep. business university? Mm-hmm. When, when can I expect to see that? Uh, so... We're going, to, we're going to send you some info. We're going to start a group today. We're going to send you some info today. And then we'll uh, be a bit better organized. But we, we're going okay. to send you some info today. Okay, thank you so much. Yep. First thing we're going over is where to learn marketing from. We're okay. Going to give, we're going to give you some, some secrets that, that you can be, be able to use. Yep, got you. Okay, now let me uh, say this here. This... Um, can't say he in between blessings. ATS is in between blessings. Right now, we've been doing so much and we're working so hard and I got us taking all the risk possible necessary to the scale. And it just is what it is. There's nothing. It ain't in no trouble. It's just in between blessings. Until the people get better, ATS going to be where it's at right now. We are, we are tied into the government. If the government, if y'all need stimulus checks, what you think ATS need? You understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying we need a stimulus check. I'm just saying, if you need stimulus checks, that means you ain't got no money. And if you ain't got no money, that means monthly subscriptions ain't getting monthly subscriptioned. Does that make some sense? Does it work? Some of y'all out here, being, you being so hard on yourself. Oh my God, my business ain't working. No, the people broke. You understand? So until I, which I already have, but until I find better ways to create cash flow for everybody, we're going to be in between blessings. This is what it is. That's how it works. You can't always have your company doing well. You know what I'm saying? Like even... Even Amazon to have a bad quarter. So you just want to have a company without a bad quarter. Is that, is that what you, and then you want to talk about, I just use Antonio since Ken said that, Antonio, because you had a bad quarter or because we had a bad quarter or because you had a bad experience. I don't care. I'm built for it. I can just tell you, the more you talk about me, the more you ain't talking about money. So God bless you. How's that? Because the more you focus on the problem is the more you're not focused on prosperity. 
straight up so you're not making money because you focus on talking about me this is simple y'all you will get between blessings your company will get between blessings but watch your righteousness you hear what i said it ain't gonna always work out like literally i hear my phone going off right now i know it ain't no good message because it's a, I got two, well, I got four phones, but I got two phones next to me. Whenever this one go off, it's 50-50 if it's going to be good. But I got a certain vibrate for somebody. And I heard that vibrate. And I know it ain't going to be good. So guess what? I ain't going to read it. I think y'all missed it. Because... All I want to do That's it right there. Bang, boom, wow. Don't even allow it to take you. No. Come on, baby. Because all it's going to do is get into my righteousness and throw me off. Do you understand what I'm saying? The pruning that produces the growth. So, so let, me, let me just say these last things, y'all. Please, 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 please. Please watch your righteousness. It ain't like you're getting paid for it. If you want to get paid for it, I can only think of one job in the world that'll pay you for it. Politicians. It's only one. I, I, it's the only job I can think of uh -oh. <laughs> that would pay you to walk around righteous all day. <laughs> it's only one. I can't think of any other. Like if you wanted to be righteous and do hot one-liners, be a politician. That's a fantastic way to get it done. Other than that, Frida, we ain't got no other choice. Y'all going to get along or you going to stay broke. Don't ever go in your community. The reason why Christians have a problem with Christians is because Christians hang with Christians. Jews have a problem with Jews because Jews hang with Jews. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as black on black crime. Black people kill black people because black people see black people. White people kill white people because white people see white people. It's propaganda. You got a problem with the church because you're from the church. If you weren't from the church, you wouldn't have a problem with the church. Watch it, Bishop. <laughs> it's just what it is. Watch just, it. Right? You ain't never had nobody. You ain't never had no Sikh come to you and depress you. You don't even know one. <laughs> you ain't got time to roll across them. You don't have time. Some of y'all churches are I know one. You, yeah, I know a few of them. Some of y'all churches aren't diverse because you don't see diverse people. You're in a black neighborhood. It's okay. It's okay. Serve where you're at. But watch your righteousness. Because I'm telling you, you going out here proving that you're not a leader that they want to follow is costing you money. And that was the main point I was walking to you to. Everybody listen, these are my last words. All a leader has is influence, nothing else. The moment somebody has a problem with you, anybody coming to Ken, I lost my influence with them. It's as simple as that. Something happened, something broke down. They, they had a different picture, whatever it was in that category, I lost my influence. 
And the reason why they go to Ken and I can't fix it is because I don't know who I lost my influence with. Every time I know my influence is in jeopardy, I call you directly. I do. Ask tyranny. I call you. Run, come through with the come through. Hey, you doing all right? You important. You know what I'm saying? Alfreda, I got you. You talk. Here's what I know, Alfreda. I don't know nothing else. Have your way. No, 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 no. Because all the leader has is influence. And the moment you lose your influence, you lose that follower. Y'all trying to get everything else but influence. You don't have no business with our followers. You ain't got no business with our customers. You ain't no pastor with no influence. You can't have the strong arm of the word. Your character has to influence them first. Before Jesus talked to half the folk he talked to, he fed them. How are you going to listen to me hungry? Here's some bread. Stomach good now? Like the way I treated you? I'm the bread of life. That's in there. That's literally in there. Truly powerful. <laughs> powerful. It's in there. I promise you. Please, please, please lead us. If you're over a group, if you're in a group, if you're not in a group, if you're in your company, if you're in your, your relationship, your, your significant other relationship, don't lose your influence, Monica. That's all you got. Because once you lose it, you lost that person. And now you got to go back to that person and figure out where your influence died at and fix that. But most of y'all ain't got that kind of humble pie to eat. You're killing it, brother. You're killing it. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yes. Wherever you lost your influence, it's your responsibility, your moral obligation to go back and fix that. If they don't want to give you the opportunity, ain't nothing you can do. But you got to go back and fix that. You can't get mad at people. What if, yeah. what if they shut the door or they close you There's out? Nothing you can do. That? There's nothing you can do, right? There's but you went you back. The only okay. thing you can do is learn how not to do it again. Right, that's, right. That's as best as you can get. But that's why you try to go back so you can find out. But if you don't go... Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, it's I pretty it. impressive that I talked to 2.4 million people a month and five of them came to Ken. I'm doing pretty good. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, when you, when you crunch the numbers, William, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, but I can't do everything. I can't, because half of these people got a problem with me because they didn't get something as fast as they wanted to from Grace or something. I get the blame. That's my job. And my job is also when I find out, take my little arrogant self over there and bow and wash their feet. And if you don't like that. With your dreads looking good. With your dreads looking good. <laughs> I you. wanted to say that. They got fixed yesterday. They got fixed yesterday. They got caught in the so rain. Yeah. <laughs> You have to go back. If you have a problem with Pastor Stephen and you haven't went to Pastor Stephen and talked, you ain't got no Holy Spirit. You got righteousness. If you 
Wow. Say, say that again, Bishop. Man. Say that one more time. Went to Pastor Stephen and talked to Pastor Stephen. You ain't got the Holy Spirit. If you're a Hebrew Israelite and you hate the black people in a white man's religion and then you're so aggressive about it every time, you ain't got the Holy Spirit. If you hate that young folk in the church ain't dressing right and you're aggressive about it, you ain't got the Holy Spirit. That's not how it works. You love people to change. You don't change them to change. Sorry. You cannot bend a tree. I can't roll up on Phil. Go to Phil's house and say, Phil, this is how we doing stuff from now on. What? <laughs> like, you in my house. This, you can't do that. Man, you're speaking today. Yes. It's funny that and I said this before, you know, I'm growing out my hair, I'm growing out my beard, something for me. That's right. Not for Renee, not for a trend, not for the, the newest fan, for yep. me. Because I'm God. Yeah. You can do what you want. And, and doing my uh, broadcast with my wonderful, awesome host, Ashley. And all the thugs and fun wide open. Everybody got fun something to say. Everybody got something to say. But listen, with me having a beard, me having hair, and if I get dressed, is that gonna stop me from going to heaven? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's I know it's not, but I'm yeah. saying because of people and they're stuck religion, stuck tradition. Yeah, you're going with the fads, you're going with whatever, but do you. Hey. Stop being everybody else and do you. That's right. That tells them that everything in this is an invitation to your thought process about the God that you think you know, because if you don't know him, you haven't spent the time that you're supposed to be spending no. with him. It's not about everybody else. It's about a personal relationship. I can't wait. Well, I look forward to donating to every last one of you pastors' churches. I probably ain't gonna never, if I'm in your city, I wanna show up. I wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna speak. I wanna listen. You understand? Because that's what it's about. I don't know what William do for a living, but I want to know if Prophet Jerry want to grow up, as long as his wife is still kissing him in his mouth, he's doing the right thing. So when she stops, you might need to make some changes, bro. They're going to lit this test right there. If she stops kissing you in the mouth, then you need to change something about thine mouth. <laughs> it's just that simple. You understand what I'm saying? That simple. It's that simple. In the meantime, I ain't, I need to shave right now. I was gonna shave yesterday. I ain't feel like it. I was gonna shave day before. I ain't feel like it. I literally told myself I'm gonna shave Friday. I ain't feel like it. I didn't. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I use a straight razor, and every now and then. Your face gets raw. You understand? Know and my face just need a break. 
the hair looks good on you though. As long as you keep it, as long as you keep it looking not crusty, you'll be all right. Yeah. Because the grades is coming in nicely. The grades is coming in. You You know what I mean? You 40. You you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Look, we gotta get along. We're the strongest community that we know. If you knew somewhere else, take your butt over there. But if we support uh, William and, and Sadia and Pastor Barnett, Kim and, and Sister Booker, if we support them, they'll turn right around and support us. If somebody got a Patreon, throw it. All of us, every last one of us should be spending money with every last one of us. There's enough money in this community for nobody in this community to struggle. But your righteousness won't let you give it up. Sorry. That's how it works, y'all. I promise you, everything y'all praying for, I I promise it's the last thing, everything y'all praying for, God has already given it to you. It just happened to exist in people. You don't have a God problem. You got a people problem. Everything you already want. Ah, I pray for this. All right, it's there already. It's in field pocket. What you going to do? Get it. (laughs) Please let me have this. Ken got it. Ken give you $1,000 right now. Sorry. God ain't coming off the throne, Prophet Jerry. And jumping in your situation. He's sending Pastor Barlett. Did y'all hear that? God ain't fit to show up in Pastor Barlett Church. Grace is. I heard it. My God, my God. Miracles happen every day. They just happen through Sadia and Evelyn Booker. And the moment you look at Sister Booker and forget that God just showed up in your life, that's why we hear what we hear. My encouragement to you. Yes. Who's that? Yes, Alfreda. Hey, Alfreda. I just want to say, just as a principle of what you're saying right now, just during this call, I got a random sale, $100 sale from somebody I don't know. See? And so because her message, her number came up, I texted her, giving her a personal thank you. And then I asked her, how did she find me? She said she had been looking for this particular dress for over a year. And then something told her to Google it. And then my page came up just as a testimony. One of the things that I confess all the time is that God has people who are looking for me and my products. They are looking for me. And I reminded God of that yesterday. And sure enough, this lady was looking for me and my product. I literally couldn't get this dress off my, um, my rack because of the size that it was. And she was looking for this very last one that I have in the size that she needed. God will put people in the places in the time just for your business. That is it. That's it right there. Amen. See, when I told y'all I ain't shaking my face wanted to break, William just said, Antonio tried to bevel, he said to me privately, but try to bevel safety razor, black owned company, great razor. That's how God show up. That's why I read that private message through people, literally just save my face. Ain't nobody got time. Wait, save it, save face and save, 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 save. <laughs> Yeah, save my face. 
I'm serious. What was See? the product? What was it? It was. It's the. It, you you can say it. Where you you can mute your real quick and say it because somebody else might need it. You know. Yeah, somebody else might need it because I don't like both and stuff. But oh, the I know bevel, people. Bevel it's safety it. razor. It's bevel uh. Safety. It's really nice. I've been. I use this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. All right, here it is, right here. See, yeah, of course, they got the they got the website right here, and so yeah, ten percent our first order. This is I'm just trying to show y'all that's how God show up. Antonio, yes, ma'am. Premature gray means wisdom. Come on now, that's it. I got a few wisdoms on me. Well, he's Y'all, 40 now. He ain't premature. He's in, <laughs> he's in that it. thing all the way now. He's 40. <laughs> if, if you think that Tempest or Deanna is not God sitting in my office or Ken's office, you don't got it right. You understand? You don't have it right. Please. Antonio, people, God put people in your life when you need them. That's why I got Jerome. Uh, you know what? That's a perfect way to end. Thank you, Jerome. Man, stop playing. You know that, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I'm, get along. The, the whole reason why Paul wrote Romans was to tell you the spirit ought to make you get along with your friend and your brother and your enemy. Please. And if I lean my knee with person, he was real person, but he was talking about one person to one person at all. We all Man. brothers and sisters. You would no longer a slave that is your brother. That's Come it. on. That's it. There won't be any real estate class, real estate class today. I I want the next real estate class. I'm going to have you filling out forms. And I don't have all the forms that I need. Oh, I, we won't meet today for real estate, not because I need to cancel. It's because now I want y'all to fill out forms on the subject too. When is that held? You get it? That is 12.30 Central Standard Time, mm-hmm. but it'd be next. I tell you what, let's have, you know what? We're going to have real estate today. I'm pretty sure I can find the last form I'm looking for. We'll have real estate today. It probably won't, it won't need to last two hours. I want y'all to get these forms. I'm going to give you as many real estate forms I can get you. I want you to get familiar, familiar with printing out forms. And, uh, you know, I want you to go get a lawyer. Maybe you can't afford one right now. So maybe you can do your first deal till you can't afford a lawyer. Or maybe just know what the forms are. So when a lawyer give them to you, then you still know what to do with them. You get what I'm saying? I want you to do that because why not, right? Why not? So go ahead and do that. But we will meet today at 1230. I got some forms I want you to have. And that's it. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can't dominate. Thank you so much, everybody. Antonio. Yes, sir. You got five minutes. You got five minutes tonight. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for that. You got five minutes. It's tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then, of course, Grace and Monica will be hitting y'all up about Mexican and all that stuff like that. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Enjoy your day. See you this yes. evening. See you this evening. We Love have you guys. I got your message. All right. Love you more. Okay, Love you more. good. Thanks.
when the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using ZipRecruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people so what is ZipRecruiter what is probably the greatest job finder (laughs) that's out there And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if 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 they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person. And then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B.
be. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.